Hello, it's Chloe uh, Thomas here from e-commerce master plan. And this is another episode of our beyond net zero journey podcast, where I'm sharing what I learn as I take my business towards being as carbon neutral, in fact, beyond carbon neutral as possible. This update is about where we've got to with our banking stuff. So at the moment, and probably for the next couple of months, my biggest net zero project is working on our supplier audit. That means looking at all the suppliers we use in the business for absolutely everything, then working out if they're good or bad and deciding what to do about it. I will bring you an episode on how we're tackling this because it's a massive, massive task soon. But the bit of it which I've been working on, because Rather than try and make a complete list of all our our suppliers, then analyse all the suppliers and then make the decisions, I've split it down into chunks, trying to um, look at the chunks where I think we're probably going to be able to make the biggest impact soonest, so as we actually make some progress rather than spend the entire year reviewing stuff. And one of the pieces, one of the sections I put towards the top is banking. So I've been working on the banking category And the reason I put it quite high on our list is because it's an area in which you can have a surprisingly big impact because banks use our money to lend to other businesses. And some banks are awful and some are great at lending to good people. As it says on the homepage of mymothertree.com, which is one of the, the sites I've been using in my research, your current account and pension could be having double the carbon impact of going vegan, quitting flying and choosing the bike over the car combined. Okay, so simply moving your current account and moving your pensions can have a huge, huge impact on helping the planet. So moving your money around is a great idea, both personally and as a business. This episode is obviously about the business stuff, but of course I'm doing this stuff with my personal banking too. Now, you will find if you start digging into this, which I did when I was trying to use the bank's websites to find the answers, that most banks have signed up to a net zero by 2050 pledge, which makes it quite hard to pick between them. And that talks mainly about what they're doing as a business, not who they're lending to. So it's slightly twisty to understand as well. Um, And quite frankly, 2050 is way too far away as well. So I started looking um, into what they were doing and I was like, there must be an easier way to do this. So I asked everyone on LinkedIn and I'm going to be bringing you their tips and trying to name check some of them um, because that saved me a load of time, which is why we're covering the banking episode now uh, rather than waiting until we've actually got the how to do a supplier audit. So um, the areas we're looking at, when I'm saying banking, what do I mean? I mean our business current account, our business credit card, um, my pension, or in many businesses case, the pension scheme you are offering to your employees, uh, our accounting software, and the payment providers that we're using. So five different areas is what we're looking at. Um, And I'm going to take you through what I've learned, some tips for tools, some tips for places you might want to move to. But please remember that I am not a financial advisor. Um, This is just interesting information and I'm not encouraging you to do any particular thing I'm going to be talking about. I am 100% not qualified to be giving you financial advice. Um, And 
as just a practical piece of advice before you change anything in this space moving this kind of financial stuff around is complex just for a person it's more complex for a business because making bad decisions could cause your business a lot of issues so check in the details that you can do everything you need to do with the new bank for example who can make payments who can use the card who has access what does it integrate with and so on and so forth what are the fees um do you need currency? All that stuff that you take for granted with your existing banking setup, make sure you can do that with the new banking setup. Um, so yeah, complex, confusing space, uh, hard to know whether you're doing the right thing for your business, hard to know whether you're doing the right thing for the planet. So as I said, I asked for help on LinkedIn and this is those um, those tips which have just fast-tracked my decision-making so, so quickly. And um, also reminded me that pensions should be included, which I'd kind of omitted. So here we go. Key lessons I've learned in each of those five areas I mentioned earlier. And then I'll sum up with what we're doing at the end of the episode. So bank accounts. If you're in the UK, look at Starling Bank, which is the most recommended uh, on that LinkedIn post by people who know what they're talking about by far. Um, Then the other most amazing recommendation, this saved me so much time, is a website called bank.green. So B-A-N-K dot G-R-E-E-N. An amazing website. Huge thanks to Jason Charles Hale for the recommendation. It works for all countries. Pick your country, pick the bank, and then it will tell you how good or bad it is. We currently bank with Barclays, one of the 60 biggest funders of fossil fuels in the world oops, and number one funder of fossil fuel in Europe. Bad Barclays. Um, So we are moving urgently. Uh, And for personal banking switching in the UK, have a look at mymothertree.com, which makes it easy and calculates a common footprint. Lots of interesting stuff in there. When I get round to doing my personal uh, bank account, I will be taking a look at that too. And that was also recommended by Jason. So two websites there bank.green to quickly find out about how good or bad a bank you're looking at is wherever they are in the world. Um, And uh, for personal banking switching in the UK, mymothertree.com. So that's bank accounts. Pensions. um, Pensions have a huge impact because they give the money to the banks to let them lend it to other people. So make sure you're using a provider who offers a sustainable or ESG fund. For this one, um, I'm already actually set up on one of those. I did that uh, last year, I think, uh, via Pension B, which is a super easy to use pension service in the UK. Um, and I've just moved an old legacy pension into their green fund too. So that makes it super easy to manage and make sure my pensions are doing the right thing. Um, in the UK, websites to take a look at is makemymoneymatter.co.uk, which is another recommendation by Jason Charles Hale. He knows this stuff inside out. Just to remind you, I'm not giving you investment advice. This is just some handy hints on how to do greener things with your money. You can take it or leave it. I am not qualified to give you investment advice. All right. The next one, the business credit card. Um, I haven't found a handy tip on this one yet. Much, much harder to analyse than the rest and no one seemed to have any recommendations. So therefore, I've put this one on hold until I've finished actioning the bank account move because I don't want to overwhelm myself with tasks around all this stuff. So um, 
we'll, I'll be hitting credit card later. Maybe that we'll do an episode on it if I find something particularly interesting. Um, but what I'm planning on doing is looking at who offers business bank, uh, oh sorry, business credit cards, and then uh, audit them by using bank the bank.green website. So fairly going to be fairly straightforward once I get to it, but um, not doing it yet. Bank account first. Uh, okay, accounting software, even harder to change than the bank account, I would suggest. Uh, we use Free Agent, who are owned by NatWest, which is number four in the UK for fossil fuel financing, so not brilliant. I contacted Free Agent directly, and to be fair, they don't have much of a clue about carbon. I think I might be the first person who's ever asked them if they're sustainable or not. There's certainly no pages on the website about it. But they did get back to me with some answers and their working practices aren't awful. For example, they encourage people to work from home. They they uh, try and limit office space and a few other things. You know, they've done some of the basics. Plus, we're only giving them a little cash each month. So therefore, this isn't an urgent switch for me. Um, but it is something which I will revisit and we will probably end up moving uh, in the future. For those of you who are on zero, that's probably where we're going to move to uh, because they have um, a lot of commitment to sustainability, a whole page about it that's really easy to find on the website. So that's probably where we're going to go when we leave Free Agent, but that's probably not going to be this year. So we've done current account, credit card, accounting software, um, and we've done pensions. The next one is payment providers. We use Stripe and PayPal. Both are heading in the right direction. Uh, we don't leave a lot of money sitting with either of them. So I don't think I need to go into that too deeply at the moment. If anyone's listening to this and, and tells wants to tell me I'm completely wrong on that, please, please do. I'm only sharing what I'm learning as I'm going. Um, and so we're just going to stick with those payment providers and get them integrated with everything later on as we change it all. So what am I doing? Um, yeah, sorry. Those were the five areas. That's what I've learned so far. What I want to share with you. I'm hoping if I'd have heard this before I started this, I'd have halved the amount of time I've spent on this bit of the supplier audit. So I'm hoping this will help you. Um, what are we doing? What's my actual plan of attacking this? Well, my biggest problem is banking with Barclays and having a credit card with Barclays because they are number one in the EU for fossil fuel funding. That is not good. I don't want them using my money for such horrible, horrible things. So leaving them is the priority. So what I've done is actually the first thing I did was the pension because it was really, really easy. So uh, pension B, already in a green fund. I've moved a legacy pension there too. Super easy took me about 30 seconds and they did all the work. So they, so I did that one first because it was quick and easy and it happened. Um, current account. I'm checking out a couple of things to make sure moving to Starlink is possible for us. I've got my bookkeeper looking at that at the moment. Um, and then we are going to hopefully in the next week or two be putting in the application. They've got a bit of a delay on authorising stuff at the moment. So I would hope we'd have that done by the end of August, but it depends on how big their backlog is because they're very popular at the moment. Mm, maybe I shouldn't put this out until after we've applied. Anyway, no, I shouldn't. I should get this out. Uh, so the second thing is the, therefore the current account. Pension already done, current account in progress. Number three, the credit card. We're with Barclay Card and it's costing us money each year to be with them. So obviously I want to move that because Barclays are bad. So we're going to be getting the current account move first. And then once that's underway, once the application's in with Starling, I'm going to compare the business credit card options using bank.green. 
and then make that move. So I hope to have that one done this year as well, um, probably by the end of September, if not in August at some point. Accounting software. Well, using free agent isn't great, but our use of them isn't huge. We don't we don't store a lot of stuff with them. Um, we are not paying them a lot of money each month. So I'm going to leave this one here for now and go and find somewhere moving on from the banking stuff where we can make a bigger impact first. So that's probably going to be on my list to review in 2023. Another interesting thing to say about all of this is that as with many things, net zero, as you you lower your carbon usage, it can also be a great way to save some cash. Um, often the newer providers are the ones who are doing the good stuff and they've built in better cost structures. So often um, that means you're going to save money too. So I'm anticipating these changes are going to pay off financially for me and my business. Uh, pension B, lower fees than where my pension was before, so I'm already saving money. Fossil fuels aren't the future, so um, it has to be better to be investing not in fossil fuels with your pension, surely. Again, I am not qualified to advise you on this. It's just my own little opinion. Um, and we're probably moving to Starling. That's going to reduce our banking fees by £8.50 a month. Um, plus, I think we can automate a few things we currently do manually. So that might well save me some bookkeeper costs and some of my own time as well. So it should be a win all round um, if the last few details we've got to check work on that. So there's money to be saved too. Um, I have put in the uh, the show notes for this one, the key links to those awesome websites I mentioned and the link to the LinkedIn discussion we were having about this. So feel free to go and add your thoughts to that if you want some more opinions because there's some really clever people tuned into that particular LinkedIn thread. Um, I hope you've liked this episode. Do let me know what you think about our journey towards or journey beyond net zero is what we're trying to do um, and we'll be back with another episode sometime soon no idea what it's going to be about not sure what the next one will be but it will be whatever I have the most useful stuff to share with you so I hope that's been useful and um, see you in another episode soon